Hello and welcome back to another episode of Black Quintessence. I am your host, Daniel, here to bring you some more junk and anything else that is on my mind. So let's go ahead and get started with this week's current events. I want to first jump into DMX. Yes, DMX has been found in his car naked after a crack binge. Yeah, times are hard for DMX, it seems. Times have been hard for DMX for a while. But um, there's a report saying that his son found him naked in his vehicle after a 36-hour crack binge. Um, Unfortunately, I know that I read somewhere that DMX has been battling with drug addiction for a very long time now. Um, and it's unfortunate and it's unfortunate that his son had to find him, um, in these conditions. I know there's nothing worse for a child than having to see your, you know, parent in a vulnerable, weak state. So I can only imagine, you know, how his son must've felt with that. And I know there has to be a lot of talking depending on the age of his son. Um, but it said that, um, he did check himself into a rehab facility. So, you know, that's a good thing that he's taking the steps to uh, get the attention that he needs, and that's a great thing. Um, It doesn't say how long uh, he'll be in there for, which really isn't the most important part. Really what's important is that he's getting the help he needs, and that's a great thing. It's unfortunate, though, because I know just in my uh, last week's episode, if you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it, I reported that he was supposed to be going on tour with 3-6 Mafia uh, and some other rappers. So that's probably not going to happen, but it's for the best for him to, you know, it's rather he get help than go on tour. So, you know, well wishes to you, sir, and hopefully you get all the help that you need. Um, And another story, uh, Trina and Trick Daddy are apparently replacing Ricky Smiley's morning radio show. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it says Trick Daddy and Trina, who are back on good terms, because um, I don't know if it was the last season or the season before last. I want to say it was last season. They were on Love and Hip Hop Miami, and I know they had a falling out. I don't watch that show. I don't watch any of those shows. The only season in, of Love and Hip Hop I really got into was Atlanta's first season that introduced Kay Michelle, and she really was the biggest reason why I watched it, cause she was the only one I knew on there, oh, besides Rashida. But that's the only season I watched. I haven't watched any of the other ones. But, yeah, they're um, going ahead and doing a radio show together. Um, This apparently putting a hold on a joint album they were going to be doing, which was going to be titled TNT. I'm pretty sure Trick and Trina. Or Trina and Trick, however they want to go about it. Um, Trina had posted, um, she had confirmed it after it was broken by an article from someone named Karen Civil. Um, this report, the post, excuse me, that Karen Civil wrote was Trina and Trick Daddy to announce new radio morning show replacing Ricky Smiley in Miami Market. It says, according to the outlet, the show is slated to actually air in 2020, early 2020. So um, I think that's great. That Trina and Trick Daddy are getting work. Well, Trina's been getting work. Trina's been out here doing the thing. So that's not uh, um, a really 
shocking thing that she's getting work. She's been doing the damn thing. Trick, I know he's been having a hard time, you know, getting work and doing things. So that's great that it's giving him work and him and Trina, like I said, are back on good terms and they're doing something together because, you know, we haven't really gotten a lot from them together in probably 10 plus years. So that's great that they're getting along and doing work together. Um, so I like that. Um, for the station, it says that the, uh, the it's going to be a morning slot on Miami's 99 Jam Station. Uh, and like I said before, that will be replacing Ricky Smiley. So for all you Miami natives out there, tune into their show when it happens. Like I said, early 2020. So I'm 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 curious to see what they're going to talk about because is it going to be like a kind of like a, a current events, hot topics type of situation where they talk on like other rappers in the industry, things like that, which I can see that being the case, seeing that they're both, you know, rap legends and they both can give their take on new artists, upcoming artists, things like that, news, anything along those lines. So that should be great for them. Like I said, congratulations to them. Maybe if I find a way to listen to it, I will definitely tune in. Like if it's able to be, I'm pretty sure there'll be fine. There's ways where the internet is set up to listen to it. So I'll check it out when that does come out. Um, in other news, Wendy Williams has gotten her own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yes, it says that um, she uh, has received the 2,677th star as of October 17th. And it's being placed near American Horror Story creator Ryan Murphy and actor Jason Bateman. That's that's a really big deal for Wendy. Like Wendy, I'm not a fan of Wendy. I mean, I know I'm kind of basically doing a slight show and other people are doing shows that are talking about celebrity gossip. But as we know, Wendy was doing it way back yonder and she did it in a kind of really messy manner. But the one thing I'll give to Wendy, like I said, is I think. What she did, and I don't know if anybody else notices that she did it this way, was a genius move. So when she used to do her radio show, because I, I remember the first time I heard about Wendy Williams was when VH1 gave her a show about her radio show. So it was kind of like the cameras was in on her doing her radio show. So that was how I first heard about Wendy Williams. And I want to say that show was like probably late 2000s, like 2009, 10, somewhere in there. And uh, I think Charlemagne the God was even still on that show with her. And um, she was doing that. And it was kind of like it was way more messy than she did. It was kind of really like in your business, messy. I'm going to whoop this bitch's ass when I see her on site because I was told she did get a lot of threats and people threatened to whoop her ass. And of course, everyone knows the infamous Whitney Houston call where Whitney called and chewed her ass out and <laughs> That was a good one. If you've never listened to that, please go listen to that if you want to giggle because that shit was hilarious. Um, but like I said, then she flipped it to when she got her daytime talk show. She flipped it into kind of like a, hey, girlfriend, let's be messy housewives, which, of course, as you know, what happens when you do it that way, you also allow yourself a bigger audience and especially with white women, white women, all women love it to a degree. I ain't gonna say all women, but a lot of women love, you know, gossip. Men love it too. But, you know, there's a thing, a, 
um, a kind of thing going where women are like into daytime television because it feels like you're talking to one of your girlfriends and for housewives like talking to your uh, your neighbor your other housewife neighbor and girl were catching up on gossip and tea and things like that so she changed it into that and it just took off and everybody named mama listens to Wendy I know young women that listen to Wendy Williams older women that listen to Wendy Williams gay men older younger like everyone is loves listening to wendy williams and how she got even if they're like god she's so messy it's something about listening to her talk about it where people have to tune in so snaps to you miss williams um the walk of fame does go along where she uh with her other uh hall of fame that she received 10 years ago which was the national radio hall of fame so she's she's doing the damn thing. So Wendy has been out here killing it for a while. She is also the author of her uh, New York's best time seller memoir, Wendy's Got the Heat with Karen Hunter. So Wendy Williams really is putting shit on the map and doing it big because it's Wendy. And I know she has had and she came out and she's talked about um her, you know, mental health issues, her drug problems, the whole issue with her ex-husband and dealing with that in the public eye. And, you know, you can't knock it. It's like I talked about uh, Tyler Perry last week. Like, for regardless of if you hate her or love her, she is out here doing the damn thing and overcoming obstacles no matter what's being thrown at her. So you can't do anything but give Wendy Williams her props. So... Congratulations to you with your 12 million viewers nationwide, at least for your radio show. I'm pretty sure her TV show probably could have the same amount, if not more, because, Lord, I have people, co-workers and my mama and friends. And even I can't lie myself when I've, you know, been up in the morning and just needed something to watch TV. I've tuned into Wendy, tuned into Wendy Williams. So... Congratulations to you, ma'am. Keep going forward. Like I said, having a, a star on the Walk of Fame is a huge deal for a lot of celebrities. Um, in other news, I like this. This is for all the geeks out there, the nerds, the people out there. Zoe Kravitz is in talks to play Catwoman in the upcoming Batman film, that is starring Robert Patterson, Pattinson as Batman. Still on the fence about him playing Batman, but whatever. But um, yes, yeah, Zoe Kravitz is stepping into the role of playing Selena Kyle. Um, as we know, Miss Kravitz is um, married to Jason Momoa, who is Aquaman. So keeping in the DC family, that's cute. Um they said they're not sure how they're going to go about it because it's really, really still early talks. They're not sure if they're going to go with the whole making her bat. You know, it would be Batman's like love interests, like kind of like that whole dynamic. If you're into Batman, you know, the whole love hate kind of dynamic that Catwoman and Batman has. There's no word. There's not really a lot of word on it on how they're going to go about it. And I don't even know. And it's still not 100 percent confirmed if she's going to. um play it but i think that the 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 point is for her to be catwoman but i'm excited for it. we're getting another black catwoman as we know we have we have had two black women play catwoman the legendary eartha kit rest in peace and halle berry um halle berry's catwoman 
One, it wasn't supposed to be the Batman's version of Catwoman. That's one. It was, I think her name was like Patience something. So it wasn't even a part of the DC storyline of Catwoman. I think that was just somebody's take on trying to make a Catwoman. Even Halle Berry has admitted to that movie being a horrible movie that shouldn't have been done. I have a love-hate relationship with the movie because it was a trash-ass movie. I'm sorry, it was. It, 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 but it was something about it made it okay which i don't know how to really describe that because it was bad but it was like like they call it like they say a train wreck don't want to don't want to stare but can't look away that's how that movie is to me that's the best way to describe that movie um and of course as far as any other Catwoman, the previous Catwoman was anne hathaway i didn't see that batman movie i've heard great things about it i heard her performance was great even though everybody was like kind of like on the fence about it when they first heard because they're like that's disney's the princess diaries why is that a Catwoman?" but i heard she did great i still didn't want to watch it because i still was on the fence with it i never maybe i watched go back and watch clips to see how it was because i didn't want to watch clips but i heard she did do a good job at the least so mm. But, you know, we'll see how this turns out. I, we're getting a black Catwoman. I always love when black people get to play comic book characters because I know for the longest time in the past, there was this thing that black people weren't really nerds and geeks, even though there were some. And I feel like back in the day, they were kind of kept under wraps because, you know, nerds were already looked at as quote unquote a bad thing, so to speak. And I don't want to use the word bad, but, you know, that's the best way I could do air quotes. Because it was like, that was something that black people shouldn't be because we were supposed to be cool and whatever the fuck the case might have been that went went with that. But now black nerds are coming out and we are coming out in full force. Um, The term, if you haven't heard it, blurred, which is black nerd fused together. Blurreds are coming out and we're coming out in full force. There's blurred conventions. There's, you know, African Comic Cons, African American Cons, things like that, where that highlight black characters and comic books and games and video games and things like that so i'm loving it i love when black characters are involved in comic books and video games and things of that nature because it makes me it allows me to see myself represented in stuff that a long time ago was very abnormal i still feel like we can still use more of it especially as protagonists in games and tv shows and movies but you know we are getting some, you know, we have like Black Lightning, we have, you know, but of course more. I still, and I've always said to the, I still want a solo storm movie. X, uh, Marvel, work that out. And Marvel, work on getting whoever the hell you get as Storm. One, I want to be a dark-skinned woman because that has been the ultimate thing with Storm. Y'all keep getting these light-skinned women to play Storm. Two, I need y'all to put, make her a better character, write her better. Storm was that Storm was the shit. Storm was second in command. Second in command, which means she had her shit together. She was not a background player character. Storm was not to be fucked with. I need her to do better. So Marvel, I need a, a Storm. And then for me, on a personal level, my favorite X-Men is Rogue. She's not black, but Rogue was always my favorite X-Men character. I want her written better, too. I had to throw that one in there. But um, that's it for my uh, current events. I'm not going to lie, you guys, um, I didn't take the time to really get a, a topic of discussion going this week. I didn't, so this one's going to be a short episode, but I'm going to go ahead and leave you with this little, we'll say mantra. 
for you guys out there that have never heard Trina's Diamond Princess album. This is a quote by Samore in the intro. For y'all that have, y'all know what this is. And I quote Miss Samore. There are three rules in this game. Keep your nappy ass hair done. Do your motherfucking sit-ups. And whenever you lay on your back, make sure your paper is stacked. And on that note, you people have a great weekend. Peace.